This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show with Al and Jerry. All right, it's Thursday, and that means this is it for the podcast for the week. Al's over there. I'm right here. What is up, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. Very weird show today, I thought. Really? I enjoyed I, today. I did not like yesterday's, but today's I liked. Okay, that's interesting. I thought yesterday's was fine. Here's why I didn't like today's. Not that I didn't like it. I shouldn't say that. It was too sportsy. It was a lot of sports going on with the, the two big basketball stories. You had the baseball games, and you have the Rangers in the playoffs. I always figure, figure this. When I go back to talk to Bob Dwyer about the possible moments of the days that he's got written down for me and ready to rock, and when he looks at me at 830 and says, yeah, I got nothing. I don't know. That I means kind it's of real, very sporty. It means we talk too much sports. Not so, enough goofing around. For we a, are here to get away from sports. Yes. Even though we're supposed to talk it, we're not. Uh, and you've got a couple of weird topics on the line. I like this. Let me just say this. So Al and I have a 30-second pre-podcast meeting. Is that fair to say? Yes. To where Al goes through a lot of different things that he finds. And he'll just kind of glance over the topics. But I'll just give you one little clue, which we'll get to. We don't have to get to it first. But I do like, as he was hinting to one of the stories, he goes, eh, we have a story about breasts. And we also have a story... I thought that was kind of interesting yes. just to glance through that one. So I'm very interested, which we'll get to in a couple of minutes. All right, Jerry. Well, first, I want to update uh, yesterday on here. I told you I was getting a uh, a day bed frame coming in the uh, UPS, and I was right. excited to get it. And I was wondering how the guy was going to get it up my condo stairs because I, I, I live on the second floor. You said he was gonna he was gonna prop it up against my garage door, right? Which I thought was ponderous since I paid for shipping to be delivered to my front door. Well, to your address. To my address. Yeah. So I got home. It was up against my garage door. Of course it was. And I did what I did. Your move though, Jerry. First of all, it really wasn't all that heavy, but it was it was long. Right. So it, was, it would be hard for one person to carry. Although if you're a professional UPS guy, I think you'd be able to handle this. I don't think that's his responsibility, but he could handle it. Yes. All right. There are requirements to be a UPS man where you have to be able to carry 55 pounds or something like that. I went that. for an interview a long time ago to do uh, work at UPS. Not to be a driver, but to work in the warehouse. It's no joke, man. Those guys work their asses oh, off. Oh, for sure. And it, it is rapid. Like, you've right. got to know what you're doing. And as these packages are coming down, you've got to do exactly what you're supposed Not an easy job. Yeah, so this was up against my garage door. And the thing I didn't like about it was it was all duct tape on the bottom. Like, meaning the package was smashed open of some sort. Mm. But uh, I did your your game plan, which you said, to open the box in my driveway and carry the pieces up little by little, which I did and worked out great. Now, did you put it together already? No. Oh. I figured one <laughs> step at a time, Jerry. <laughs> I have you were very busy the, yesterday? No, I just I felt like that was enough. I felt like you did enough today. You, you took it out of the box. You moved it up. You got rid of the box. Everything, I counted all the, I looked in the instruction manual to make sure I had all the pieces. How that's going to 
it looks like it's about four boards. How that turns into a bed, I'm not Amazing, sure yet. It? But I will take a picture before I put it together and what it looks like after to see if uh, if it is, in fact, a bed. Because right now it doesn't look like a bed, but I, but all the pieces are there. Right now you got wood. Absolutely, Jerry. Now, I have the wood. question I would have for you is, and I'm not being funny. I'm all not. right. So there are days, and I've said this before, I will go to my kid's school and just sleep in the car for an hour just to catch a little bit of a nap. Then there are days where I might have 30 or 35 minutes free, and I always have a list of things I have to do, and I'll try and cram in as much in that 30 or 35 minutes that I can. And the list just never ends because I never get time to catch up, which is fine. I'll be honest with you. I don't want to do half the things on the list anyway. Right. So like yesterday, you get this cool day bed. Yes. (laughs) You You take it out of the box. You bring it upstairs. And what time is it? By the time everything's upstairs in your condo, it's what time? One o'clock? Well, I went to the gym yesterday right from work. So no, it was, a, uh, two, two? let's say, 2 o'clock. What let's time say one thirty. Di- what time do you have dinner? Uh, 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. So do I. I'm just, like, what do you do right. between one thirty and 5? Well, I did some laundry yesterday. That you can't put that together or say, eh, I did enough. I'll get to it tomorrow. I took a nap. I play the, I'm trying to teach myself the piano. I still play around with that every afternoon. Then I'm not sure, but I, it's funny you bring that up. I, I actually have a, a post-it note I put in my pocket for what I'm doing today <laughs> when I go home. I actually, it's actually written down, Jerry. You do too. Change the filter in the Keurig. Okay. Change the filter in the Brita oh, water it's a filter. filter. Day. Change my toothbrush head. I use one of those uh, electric toothbrushes. Uh-huh. Uh, do your sheets. Right. I haven't washed sheets in, in a while. Right. Mop kitchen floor. And then practice piano. And then it'll be one thirty. What do you do for the next three hours before you have to start getting dinner ready? I'll have to take a nap. <laughs> those things, are, three of those things on your list are literally pop, pop. All right, that's done. Cross that off the list. <laughs> yes, but if you put it on the list, then it'll, it'll feel like you're accomplishing. I something. agree. And you scratch everything off the yes. list as you go. I actually had times. It's so embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. It's just stupid. I've had times where my wife will be at work on a Saturday, say, and I will make a list. <laughs> on Friday of things that need to get done. And I'll look at the list on Saturday after I'm done with the exercise for the morning. All right, now I got the afternoon. No no games today. Uh, I really don't feel like doing that. Right? Mm, no, I'm not going to do that either. And I will literally just put little stupid things on the list just so I can cross them off right. so that when she comes home. <laughs> Brush teeth. <laughs> and, well, it won't be that bad. But I'll be like, yeah, you know, I didn't get to everything. Like, look at all these things on the list. And she'll just take a glance. Wow, you were busy today. Wow, got you know a lot what? done. Not really, but it looks like I was. Yeah, just cross things off the list, Jerry. I like that. <laughs> uh, Jerry, here's something. Uh, you go to the movies sometimes with your children. Um, not really. But, not often. Me uh, neither. I saw SpongeBob in the theaters two years ago, and that's about it. And one of the reasons that I don't go to the movie theater is I get very fixated on what everyone is doing in the audience. I know. You said that yesterday. Yeah, like I'll if someone's rattling their popcorn package or slurping their soda. You lack focus. Yeah. No, the, yeah, that stuff throws me off. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, I... I just get annoyed that people don't consider other people in the movie theater. Well, that's the theater's fault for selling all the candy in bags and right. stuff. That's why some of these theaters have the dine-in movie eating where you could get like a chicken sandwich and french fries. Yes, I will never go that, to one you, of those. We'll, we'll see that in our area very soon if it's not already. Very noisy. They have that at the Bridgewater Mall. Oh, they do already? Yeah. But here, AMC Theaters is, you know, before the movie starts, they have a thing on the screen that says... Uh, no cell, turn your cell phone off. Yes. 
Well, AMC Theaters is considering allowing texting in theaters, which they say they don't allow now, but I'm sure everyone is texting. Everybody does. Because he says, this guy says, quote, when you tell it, he's the CEO of AMC Theaters, quote, when you tell a 22-year-old to turn off the phone, don't ruin the movie, they hear, please cut off your left arm above the elbow. (laughs) You can't tell a 22-year-old to turn off their cell phone. That's not how they live their life. So they're going to try to figure out a way where they can allow people to text without uh, disturbing other people. Texting's not the problem. Yeah, I don't mind the texting. It's the phone ringing. Correct. And or the, they, they're texting with the sound on. So well, it's like every two issue. seconds. Yes. That is another issue. I Chiming. Agree. All I alarms. know is we can't get people to stop texting while driving 70 on a highway and we're worried about them stopping texting while they're right. in a movie theater. Well, here's the thing. Most of the people that I see texting on the highway are doing about 40 in the right-hand lane where they where you're like, why is this person going 40 on a highway you're and right. you drive by them and they're texting? You're right. And as bad as that is, at least you feel like they're taking a precaution. The problem is... They're not all doing 40 in the right lane. I passed by, well, I, mean, I got passed by a kid the other day. I mean, I was doing 70. He he had to have been doing 75 or 80, and his head never came up from the phone right. once. And it's, it's, uh, it's awful. It it's is very dangerous, awful. Jerry. It, I actually do believe, and you can yell at me all you want, um, as dangerous and stupid as drinking and driving is and all that, I think the testing, texting and driving is worse because while the drinking and driving is horrendous as it is, most people do have their eyes on the road. They're just inebriated, and that's bad, and they should go to jail and all that. I'm not saying they shouldn't. but the, You're not watching when you're texting and driving, but whatever. Not to get on a soapbox, but yeah. I'm with you, Jerry. Can we lighten this up? Yeah. They, I'll talk about breasts I'll or give you my breast story. So this comes, uh, a psychologist did a study. So they're, they're real psychologists. Where is the study from? Well, the hamster No, this they study like is... Uh, this study's out of Malaysia. Oh, geez. Okay. Malaysia. But I don't think it's any different there, Jerry, than it is here. Results of this study found that men who make less money, okay? Okay. So poorer, anybody who's poorer, that's a word. Those who make less money prefer women with larger breasts, whereas wealthy men prefer smaller-breasted women. Do you think that's a real study? No. You don't buy into that at all? What is it? Did they survey 10 people? No. They surveyed 266, and the poorer men had larger-breasted girlfriends and wives. The young, the richer men had smaller-chested women. Hmm. That's a rather dumb study. Yeah. No, I think it's got, I think there's something here, Jerry. I don't. You don't think there's anything here? I don't think it has anything to do with anything. Men's access to resources influencing their preference for breast size. You don't think that's a thing? I don't think that's a thing. You're not buying into this? I'm not buying into that, no. I'm sorry. Each participant, Jerry, how about this study? I'd like to be in on this study. Each participant was shown photorealistic 3D models of women with varying breast sizes and asked to rate them on a scale of 1 to 5. The results revealed that the poorer men found larger breasts more attractive. Their wealthier counterparts, Jerry, preferred smaller breasts. This is actually one of the more disappointing studies you've brought this to the is, table. That's what you're saying. Yeah, this hmm. one. I don't like this one. Hmm. I just don't see any any 
basis of fact to that from 266 guys when there are how many men in this world? How many billions? A lot of billions. Right, exactly. Well, let's base it on 266 guys from Malaysia. Now, I haven't uh, finished reading, which I'm going to read now. <laughs> I love when you do <laughs> no, that. No, no, no. No, no, I'm saying this is different. The researcher's second experiment with these same guys right. sought to explore the evolutionary theory that men's general attraction to larger-breasted women developed over time because larger breasts signaled sexual maturity, fertility, and a greater ability to nurse. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm supposed to I'm say. I'm saying, with do you this. think that's true? Do you think we have those natural instincts? I think cavemen, like animals, did. that I we think, are. I think cavemen. But you did, think yes. that's changed I over think time? In this day and age, I don't think anything of any. No, I don't. That you don't. Let look, me ask you something. With whatever girlfriend it was in your life, the girlfriend now, the girlfriend prior, my wife, whoever. And I'm not saying there aren't guys out there that don't do this. Did you just stare at her chest and say, "I got to have her"? Or did you look at her and say, hold on, let me check how much money I'm making this year to decide which I prefer? Right. That's why the whole thing's kind of silly. So you're saying that you've never, before um, before you decided to get married, you didn't think, well, could she nurse a no, baby never properly? never once. What about never, this idea that, that men look for women with, quote, Childbearing hips. No, I know. Again, stupid. Are but there saying, some? Perhaps, but we don't even know we're doing it. Charity. I don't even know what that means. Childbearing hips. I mean, please. It means it means hip. nothing. Because girls with little hips, you don't think they could? They and could yet, have guess a baby. what they do? Have they babies? have children. They do. Oh boy. Childbearing hips, Jerry. Childbearing hips means children. <laughs> it does mean children. Children usually. means. Youth sports. It can, yes. Youth sports means your schedule, as you know it, is screwy because there's always a game to go to. Uh, there's always fields to clean up. There's always other kids you have to pick up. You never know which team you're practicing with today or which field you're on. And, Jerry, that's where Team Snap comes in. Very much so because yesterday I had two practices back-to-back. And I had uh, one of the kids was going to be late, and another one of the kids had uh, her, his mother couldn't get to him in time. Oh. So Team Snap was there for us. Now, what is this exactly, Team Snap? Team Snap is an app that you're going to put on your phone, keep your team organized. Uh, if kids need a ride to practice, if there's a game change, let's say a game gets postponed or rescheduled or rained out, uh, it's just a good way to keep in touch with your team. Now, I don't have a phone. You have a smartphone. Oh, right. No one's really got a phone anymore. We have smartphones, though. Or, Jerry, I also heard it works on an iPad. Team Snap. Yes, Team Snap. It's an app. TeamSnap.com, and I know what you guys are thinking out there, right? You're thinking, oh, how much? This must cost a fortune, right? What does it cost, Al? Oh, well, you can do a season for free. Free. It means no money. By going to TeamSnap.com slash postgame. How good is that? And if you're also thinking, yeah, but you know what? Got a lot of money on my credit card. I'm really not interested in putting it. Guess what? What? You don't even need a credit card. Perfect. And it's free for the season. All so right. TeamSnap.com slash postgame. If you're a coach, if you're involved in youth sports, must have. Go get it. TeamSnap.com slash postgame. Jerry, here's something for you. Yesterday I did a story about food trucks. Remember? Yeah, I like that a, story, yeah. Well, I don't think you really liked it. It was about... Um, I like that we discussed it because we see these trucks all over Food the trucks, place. Right. So but that's all. Yesterday's, though, was the, the people were angry at their tacos and they shot the truck up with bullets. Oh, I meant what we were discussing after that, what oh, it led to. Sorry. So to be clear, you were My not point. a fan of the guys shooting uh, up no, a taco truck. Uh, of course. That you don't want. Right. Just want to be clear. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, here's a, this is in Seattle. 
food trucks for dogs are becoming very popular in Seattle. Now, what is a food truck for dogs, Jerry? Tell me. Well, that means it's a food truck, but it's for dog, like food for dogs. You know what I'm saying? You know, I get it. I just, uh, uh, yeah. There's a, um, I actually think this is a great idea because people do love their, single people that don't have children love their dogs. Even married people do. Well. They do. I'll tell you this. Here's what sucks for a dog. Like my, my sister and her husband, when they first got married, they had this dog, right? And the dog was like a baby for them. Right. They, and then meanwhile, a set of twins came along and that dog was like now going to be a dog. Yes, and but some, in the meantime, yeah. before the kids came along, so I said couples, I didn't mean families. Yes, and couples, while, right. And kids love dogs, so dogs have good lives, even kids with families. Kids and pets. But when you're talking about a couple, yes. they I, exactly what I was going to say. They, I have a woman in my neighborhood who puts her dogs in a stroller. And walks them. And walks the dogs. So she really is walking in the neighborhood, not yeah, the dogs. Correct. That is, she pushes a dog stroller. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Great for the dog. What do right, I care? I think life. it looks goofy. But if you want to do it, go for it. What do I care? Yeah, these people with the dogs, they I feel like it's a recession-proof business because people will always, or couples without children, they will pamper their dog, especially if it's like a, a, an older couple where maybe they're too old to have children or the, the time has passed or they just don't want children, and they get a dog, that dog is in pet heaven. How about Al's boring dog food? Yeah. Picture That's not your bad. Mug on the on the can. I always thought it'd be a great business to walk dogs. Yeah, I you see that around a lot around New York City. Yeah. I saw a guy uh, where I was parked actually two days ago or uh, Monday, whenever that was, or maybe Tuesday. I'm sorry, walking two days dogs. ago. He had about nine dogs that he was walking, and he was pack leader, right? This guy's making some cash. Yes, uh, the guy was not the dogs. Yeah, he was leading the pack. Um, but he literally had nine dogs uh, strapped to his right arm as he was texting with his left hand, yep. which was hysterical. Yeah. It is. I mean, you're going to make money as long as you're good with being a dog walker. Years ago, when I was listening to Howard Stern, he did a live read for a company called Major Duty. Yeah. It was a guy who was a former military guy. He was a major in the military, and now he started a business where he was uh, picking up dog do. Like yeah. he, He'll come to your house if you have a dog. Yep. Like, this would be perfect for me because I don't want to pick up dog do. But I also don't want it in my yard. So major duty would come to your house and clean up the dog poo. Now, I don't know what that costs for him to come once a week. To I mean, pick it up can't dog cost poo. more than a landscaper is going to charge you to cut the grass, can it? I would think much less. There's a guy uh, and he's in coming area. over. He picks up dog. That must take no time. There's a guy. Well, you, depends on how big the yard is. I'm going walking. I'm going to Google major duty. You to, can do that. There's also one by working. me called when duty calls. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> It's actually, it's good business. Yeah. That, you know, starting your own housekeeping business is very good, I know, because it's, you know, low, it's just you. Right. And get your uh, cleaning materials and you get going. If you had to pick one of those businesses. Cleaning business. I'd be gonna, very good at it. No, no, I do. It wasn't one of my options. Oh. You are a dog walker. Right. That's your business. Or your major duty who you're going around. I'd walk just, the dog. You would. Yeah. Even though picking up dog, you're going to have to pick up dog duty when you walk the dog. That's Listen, part of the business. No disrespect to anybody. I, I don't duty. want to insult anybody, but if you're out, yes, uh, the accountant firm is going well. And what do you do, Jerry? I pick up duty for a living. Well, you wouldn't. I wouldn't say it like that. I, no, I wouldn't say it like that. I would say I have my own business. And what is it? Oh, it's in the um, what was that the business you mentioned earlier? Landscaping. It's a landscaping. Oh, really? Business. So you cut grass? 
Well, we do other things. Excellent. Yeah, I got a guy that needs a patio done. Do you do, do, we you do, do not pavers do that. and stones? We do not do pavers oh, and don't. stones. So do you do the the flowers? What, what, no, what, what no. Do you do? Do you, are you, we do uh, not do flowers. You're the designer for the patios. Not exactly so the designer. So what exactly is it that we you do? We pick up duty. Right, exactly. It's going to get to it. Which and helps. there's nothing wrong with it, but if you're giving me the choice, mm-hmm. I would rather walk the dog. What do you do? Believe it or not, I make a hell of a living walking dogs in New York City. Right. It's tremendous. Great exercise, fresh air, love it. And uh, versus, believe it or not, I make a hell of a living picking up dog do. Correct. I'm known as Major Duty. <laughs> yes, I would prefer to be, I have no problem making a living being the dog poo, poo, duty guy. Right. That's fine. I would prefer to be the dog walker. Right. If you're giving me the choice. Boy, if Major Duty still exists... This is a hell of a free commercial. Let's go get eight bucks from him. Let's go. What are we doing? Duty. I was a janitor once. You were. I was. So you're not averse. No. To cleaning. Al, let me tell you something. I would go work in a hardware store tomorrow. Yes. Like I'm not averse to anything. Uh, Whatever. I'm good. Uh, You know, everything's great. I'm not. I wouldn't be like. Well, I can't work there. I'm above that. I'm not above anything. I was a janitor. I would do it again. We have two ex janitors on staff. Yeah. You and Bob Dwyer. Right now, the difference is I was a janitor when I was 12. I see. Well, Bob, not, it was I five think, years th- ago. I think that's probably against the law. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I was, um, I've told you some this. child Maybe I was codes. 14. I don't remember how old I was. I was maybe four. Oh, no, I had to be at least 15 because I was driving my moped. <laughs> so I was 15. 15 and 16. Mm-hmm. I was good until I crashed and broke my collarbone. Mm. That was a good moped, too. So we should get to commuting here. I would love to do a moped. Jerry... Here's the thing. If you're going to start this dog walking business you were just talking about doing. I don't know that I could, man. There's so much accounting. and A lot of accounting. work, and I can't do that. No, you can do it, Jerry. You just get FreshBooks. That's a very easy-to-use cloud accounting software that's going to help your dog walking business and other small businesses get organized, save time invoicing your clients, and you'll get paid faster. But how are they going to know, like, they owe me money? Well, it's easy. It's all right there in the FreshBooks on the app on your phone, Jerry, and on the computer. Is that what invoicing means? That's what invoicing so means, So they'll do yeah. that for me? Yes. They, they take keep, care of that? They do take care of that. For example, if Major Duty is still a business, I know he's been using FreshBooks because he wouldn't be in this business. Because I'm telling you, this these commercials were 20 years old that I used to hear. So if he were not using FreshBooks, he would no longer be in business, Jerry. I would agree with that because if he is, if he's not using it, you know how much time he is wasting, Al? Here's the other cool thing with FreshBooks. You could have really cool-looking professional invoices complete with, let's say, the Major Duty logo. You love this. I do. I do looks love very looking. very professional. Yeah, it looks uh, professional. Plus, if Major Duty were using FreshBooks, Jerry, he'd be able to accept credit cards like Visa, MasterCard, American Express. And he'd get paid so quickly doing that, Jerry. He'd be able to accept online payments and make his deposits online. And here's the best thing about FreshBooks. Yeah. You know, a lot of times you call for like tech support or something yes. or support. You want to you want a live person on the phone. That's a lot of impossible. Times you don't. Well, uh, you're talking rock star support from FreshBooks. Support is free, fast, and friendly, and you always, always speak with a real person. And right now, Jerry FreshBooks is offering listeners a free 30 day unrestricted trial, no credit card required. Simply go to FreshBooks.com/postgame, and when they ask you. How did you hear about us? You say post-game show. It's that simple, Jerry. Enjoy your weekend, Al. I'll be reaching out to Major Duty now.
enjoy the weekend now. <laughs>